very, very special program is brought to you in lively black and white on NBC. Um, well, we can't have color every day. Yeah, that's true. You know? Yeah, I'm feeling very black and white today anyway. That black and white on. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. It's all right. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the second hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on my talk 107.1 and later, whenever you want us, whenever it's convenient for you on right. our app or website. Take us, us anywhere. Can, put us in your pants. Put us in your pants. Yeah. That's right. Please, you know, photograph that. <laughs> well, please, yeah, send us a picture of that if you... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Is that Jason and Alexis in the morning in your pants, or are you just happy to see me? I mean, <laughs> maybe it's both. Maybe, it maybe it's a little little combination platter. Uh, <laughs> thanks for being here, everyone. Uh, coming up, uh, the Oscar nominations will be released in about 25 minutes. Yes. Uh, so stay tuned for that. And uh, we'll talk to Liz. We have a fun event happening uh, with Liz. And, uh, and then at 8. Our third hour. We're doing second chance, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, we're finding love today. Mm. We're finding love today. Uh, maybe. I just thought uh, I would ask. Yeah. To see if change or something. Well, here's the thing yeah. that yeah. I thought about this. Yeah. I mean, not thought about it, but I just read an email. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that the My Talk Awards are going to be happening next week. And they're going to be happening at 8 a.m. all throughout next week on Jason and Alexis in the morning, <gasps> which means we're going to have to put love on hold. Oh! oh. Okay! But we're finding it today, right? Absolutely. We're lifting up that rock and we're going to find those cockroaches of love. <laughs> yeah. We'll find something. I am not sad about anything like that. Uh, no, I'm not sad about all of that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, it's yeah. today and then Thursday. We got one more. Mm hmm. That's it. Yeah. Got a um, week off. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> very nice. High five. High five. <laughs> um, so, what was this? Uh, well, I was still at Disney, so it would have been the last weekend. So, uh, two weeks ago. Yeah. It was the Super Bowl of like college dance and cheerleading. Um, it takes place in Orlando. I was smack dab in the middle of it, unfortunately. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but the positive of that is the U of M dance team kicked Earth. Yes. Right, Lex? Came home with gold, and on top of that, they went viral with their routine, jazz routine, to Aerosmith's hit, Dream On. Yeah. Of course, this national competition, it was just so fun, dynamic, great to see. And Aerosmith has responded. Did they? Yes, they took a compilation of the routine, and, of course, put it to their song, because... Yes, it's Dream On, but they said Dance On, U of M dance team. And then well, this is so cool. They put all of, at least the ones that they knew, the TikToks of the dancers that they knew right in the caption there. So you could follow them and oh. check out what they're doing. And the dance team posted, wow, thank you so much. We are so honored. And, you know, a lot of us sharing and celebrating the routine because it just was dynamic. It blew everyone's mind. And yeah, to get some recognition, that's pretty sweet. Oh, that's great that they did that. Oh, because that, that routine was phenomenal. If you haven't seen it, my talkers, make sure you go look for it. It's everywhere. Yeah. You can't miss it. 
It was so good. And there was a buzz about them around the parks on that last day, on that Saturday, Sunday. Um, people were talking about the U of M dance team. Yeah. That in Michigan. I think Michigan's pretty good. But anyway. Yeah, and also it looks like Ohio State okay. is really good as well. They did a performance to Frank Sinatra's My Way. Oh. What? Yeah. Like high energy? I guess so. <laughs> Yeah, we gotta watch that. <laughs> yeah. Wonder if they sped up my way. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, did they give it to the gays? Did we dance remix that? <laughs> my way. Yeah. Yeah. Because youngins, this is this is the song if you don't know. Okay, that's enough of that on a Tuesday morning. <laughs> but yeah, that's what the song is. a jazzy is. routine to that. I can see it. And if they're all dancing in tandem, that's hard they to do. They danced to that version. They oh. did? It's a jazz. You yeah. know, and like, oh. here's the video. I mean, we'll just, this is the tempo they're dancing to. Yeah. Well, Aerosmith. <laughs> yeah, uh, Aerosmith. Yeah. Rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> and again... Uh, if you're listening from other parts of the country, I will repeat my friendly suggestion to all of you. Uh, if you are involved with these uh, dance teams, uh, have a meeting and tell them um, to put their best foot forward uh, around the, the, the Disney parks because uh, the cast members can't stand them. Thank you. Uh, and God bless America. Uh, they were just, oh, my goodness. Anyway, we had to get out of there. It was bad on Saturday night. So thank oh. you, thank you. Have a meeting, have a meeting, and tell them to the represent in their school because oof, oof. Were they drinking bad. at least? Because they're old enough, right? Yeah, they're in college. Some of them were. They were just. I'm not. I seriously, we were there for New Year's, and we were there for that Saturday night, that last Saturday night. Yeah, it was crazier and more out of control on that dance team cheerleading team saturday than it was on new year's eve wow it was it was awful like just awful and not our u of m team just saying not them but yeah anyway uh when we come back uh, we're uh, 15 minutes away from the oscars Mm -hmm. exciting yes but, but before that, Alexis has the Razzies. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. the the light and the dark, the good and the bad. We got to balance this out. Of course. We'll do it. Because of the following special broadcast, The Lucy Show and The Andy Griffith Show will not be presented this evening. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
Oh, sorry about that, everybody. We'll be back next week at its regular scheduled time. Is Gober Pyle still the same? <laughs> nope. No! They're preempted too, everyone. No, preempted. Yep. What did Welcome. you think of uh, the Emmys? We never talked about this, but Tracy Ellen Ross or Ellis Ross and the one that you really like with the deep voice, oh, Natasha Leone. Natasha Leone yeah. did that scene with the chocolate in the chocolate factory. Well, recreating Lucy's, yeah. Yeah. Did you guys like that? Um, I think it went on too long. Yeah. It lost its edge. A lot of those bits, I, I overall, yeah. I mean, it's well documented here on the show. We all kind of, we loved the Emmys. Uh-huh. But they needed to tighten everything up. All of those bits, whether it was Martin or Allie McBeal or Gray, everything needed to be tightened just, just a, little, a bit. little bit. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I also felt like, at that point of the show, I know uh-huh. they maybe wanted to like end it with the bang, but it should have been in the first third of the show. Yep. Because by then, we're ready for this to be done. Yeah. A great observation. Man. Yes. Yep. And especially something as iconic as I Love Lucy. Yes. I, I would have just, I would have front loaded. If you're going to have people recreate those moments, do that like in the montage that Anthony did to open the show. Yes. That would have seemed fitting to me. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Agreed. Okay. We have the Oscar nominations coming out uh, in the about best. 10 minutes. And that's the best. Uh-huh. But with the best, <laughs> you have to have the worst. That's right. The light and the dark. The good and the bad. The Razzies. They've yeah. announced their nominations. And wow, there's some doozies. Are there? Expendables got the most nominations. Seven total. Mm-hmm. Calling the sequel, quote, another installation of a franchise that's fading faster than Razzie Award winner Donald Trump's mental acu- t- acuity. <laughs> <laughs> that was a quote. That was a quote. Um, so there's that. And then let's see. Meg 2, The Trench, another movie that got oh, a lot of nominations. The Exorcist Believer. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Shazam Fury of the Gods. Yeah. Oh dang, forgot uh. about just completely forgot about that movie. Yep. And Blonde, the fictionalized Marilyn Monroe oh. movie. Oh. Worst picture. Yeah. Thank you, Jason. Offensive. Yes. Another one that got a lot of nominations. I don't think any of us saw, uh, at least on the show here, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. <laughs> That's right, because last year the copyright on Winnie the Pooh ran out, so people started right? making yeah. just like they're doing Steamboat Willie Mickey Mouse. Yeah, exactly. Um, Ghosted looks like worst actor Chris Evans nominated and mm. Ana de Armas. Both in that movie, both nominated for Worst Actor and Actress. Poor Ana de Armas. Uh, she's in two Razzie. Uh, she was Marilyn in the Marilyn Monroe uh, travesty. Yep. And then now she's in this. Not a good year. Yeah. No. Jennifer Lopez also up for Worst Actress in The Mother. I don't think we saw that, did we? No. I did. I did watched you? What you oh. think? that. She was fine. Okay. She wasn't okay. bad. I think they're just looking for some name recognition here. Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah. Like yep. Selma Hayek, she's also up for Magic Mike's Last Dance. <laughs> <laughs> Helen Mirren for Shazam, Fury of the Gods. And then Megan Fox for Johnny and Clyde. That's, that rounds out 
The nominees for Worst Actress, uh, Russell Crowe for The Pope's Exorcist. Oh, Lord. Vin Diesel. (laughs) Did you see that movie, Jason? I tried to watch it, and I stopped it. Oh. Yeah. Because I love Exorcist movies. And that's why going back to The Exorcist Believer, that movie angered me. Because they had such an opportunity that they wasted. Yep. Oh, my gosh, did they waste it. You had Ellen Burstyn agree to come back, and you put her in that trash (sighs) box? Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah, we watched that, didn't we? Oh my god! Or attempted to. Yeah. Vin Diesel for Fast X is in the nominations for Worst Actor for the Razzies. Uh, Jason Statham for Meg Two: The Trench, and John Voight for Mercy. I can't disagree with any of them. No, (laughs) all great picks. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it goes on and on. We're screenplay for The Exorcist Believer. Yes. Expendables. Indiana Jones and the Dial of. Destiny. Oh, really? Yeah. We're screenplay. Shazam Fury of the Gods. And then Winnie the Pooh back again. Blood and Honey. So, yeah. We shall see who wins that. But those are some of the nominations for the worst. It's the 44th annual. Lex, can you, what's the uh, worst movies again? The worst picture? Uh, let's see. Worst picture, The Exorcist Believer. Okay. Expendables. Okay. Meg 2, The Trench. Okay. Shazam, Fury of the Gods. And Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Oh, God. Mm. I mean, not seeing all of them, what would I give that to? I mean, it's oh. not fair. I haven't seen them all. I, I would give it. It's not I'd fair. Get- you haven't seen them all. I'd give it to the. Uh, I would give it to Exorcist. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh god. I'm thinking the Expendables only because it has the most nominations. <laughs> oh. oh yeah. Oh well, and that that is one of the questions with these Golden Razzie Awards. Who is going to come and actually pick up their Razzie? Because sometimes, yes, some of the celebrities are in on the joke and they will fully embrace it. Others are very offended by it. Yeah. Yeah, and we're in a. This is a season. These award shows, celebrities are getting very offended this year. You know what I mean? It's 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 uh, so. Yeah. Ariana DeBose and then Taylor Swift at the Gold Globes, and I. So I wonder if anyone's gonna have a good sense of humor to go mm, yeah, and accept I, their award. Oh, which well, will be Saturday, March 9th, a day before the Academy Awards are given out. So, mm. yep. Would you go? I guess it depends on the project. Uh, if if I feel like I'm in on the joke, yeah. But otherwise, I can see why they're upset. They've worked really hard, at least to try to play this character or, or write or direct. And, yeah. you know, but so totally. it, it really just depends. If I feel like I'm in on it, yes. Otherwise, no. I would like to think that I would go, but I'm so sensitive. I would probably be a sensitive biatch and not go. But I have yeah. dreams of having a good sense of humor about something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, if you're making Expendables 4, okay, you already have that. a good Thank sense you. of humor. And you know, you already know what the heck is happening. Sylvester Stallone has known what the heck is happening with Expendables. When he first made it, he's like, I'm going to these all guys together. I want you to make a movie. <laughs> I did watch the Sylvester Stallone documentary on Netflix. And that was an actual sound clip from that. But him 
Sylvester Stallone, Jason Statham, and Megan Fox. Look, they had a banner year because they were in multiple movies that were nominated for Razzies. Oh, yeah. So good on them. Uh-huh. I hope they all show up. Yeah. I think you kill me. If I was sly, I would. I would. <laughs> yeah, he's fine. What is? He yeah. doesn't have anything to lose. Oh, he's up for on. worst supporting actor for the Razzies. Yeah. For Expendables. Well, may, may he collect his raspberries. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Bill Murray's up for one, too, for Ant and the Wasp. Quantumania. Uh-huh. Same with up. Michael Douglas. Ooh, did anyone see that? Movie? I did Ant-Man? multiple times, unfortunately. Oh no, was oh, that I'm a sorry, is Lex. that a, a at home viewing? Your son like that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got it. Yeah. Find out those superheroes will watch Ant Man once in a while. Hey, sometimes it's nice respite from Spider Man. So there is that. You know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's pretty much a turd. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I can see why two of them are are nominated there. Well, on that note, we go from the bad to the good. When we come back, the nominations for the Academy Awards will be announced. We'll give you commentary. Kenny's going to have traffic and more. So stay right there. It's Oscar nomination Tuesday. We'll be back after this. Welcome back. It is Oscar nomination Tuesday. Do we have any to report? Not yet. Okay. Now it's starting. Ooh. Getting ready oh, to there's start. there's a live stream. Yeah. Who's announcing it this time around? It's Zazie Beats. Okay. And Jack Quaid. Got it. Yeah. Oh, and my music with the Goo Goo Dolls. I don't want to compete with the Goo Goo Dolls. <laughs> no one ever does. Uh, yes, the 96th Annual Academy Award nominations are getting ready to begin out in rainy Los Angeles. It's being streamed all over the place. You can watch it on the Good Mornings of the Americas as well. Oh, yeah. We're going to go to it live, at least for the first couple categories, at least. Yes. Hopefully. Now, this is what they're going to do. They're going to do some Hollywood trickery. They're going to start with, like, best nail polish in a motion picture or something. <laughs> right. Yeah. Those two. Uh, OPI. S-E. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Dazzle. Ooh. Yeah. Best best couch placement on a set. <laughs> yep. The nominations are. Uh, and then they're not going to go to the big ones right away. But I'm hoping Ooh. I'm wrong. Oh, Jack Quaid is Meg Ryan's kid. Well, and, of course, Dennis Quaid. Yeah. Who's the, who's who's the, the woman, Hunger though? She's in Atlanta. Zazie Beach, she's in Atlanta. I believe she's in some she's... Deadpool movies. She's, okay. She's great. Oh, perfect. I remember. Yeah, Atlanta. Oh, yeah. Okay. The president of the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences is up. Okay. She's on the microphone now. And she has just introduced the presenter. So let's go to it live and hope to the good God above that they don't start with best nail polish Ooh, of the year. Yeah. Uh, here we go. <laughs> I am so honored to be here. How about you, Zasi? Yeah, I'm super honored to be here. Okay, just get to the nominations. Thank you. Countries. And standing here now is such a surreal experience. Mm -hmm. My little girl self is so excited to be here. Honestly, my adult self is really excited to be here, so. (laughs) For anyone in the film industry, no matter where you're from, to be recognized by the Academy is a dream come true. To be nominated can be life-changing. So, let's get into it. Okay. For best performance by an actor in a supporting role. Okay. 
Sterling K. Brown in American Fiction. Robert De Niro in Killers of the Flower Moon. Robert Downey Jr. in Oppenheimer. That's a good one. Ryan Gosling in Barbie. <laughs> and Mark Ruffalo in Poor Things. The nominees for Achievement in Costume Design. Okay, we'll go down for that one. Um, we'll read them later. But uh, anything surprised either of you? Made you happy? Made you sad? Not big surprises there. No. I'm trying to think if there were other performances that deserved a nomination. Well, not deserved, but, you know, that stick out. I always forget the snubs until I see a list of snubs. And then I go, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Was delighted to see Ryan Gosling being nominated yes. for Barbie as Ken. Mm-hmm. Now, he pre- I don't think he's going to no. win necessarily. I think it's going to be Robert Downey Jr.'s year. Uh, however, it was nice to see him nominated. Also, Sterling K. Brown for American yes. Fiction. He's such a good actor. Oh, yes. yeah. And, and he went I, swimming and his wife taped him. And oh my gosh. Yeah. Where if you just. Wow. Okay. Get it. Get it, girl. <laughs> We're listening live to the Oscar nominations. I'm keeping uh, keeping track. I'm, I'm waiting till they go back. They're on best uh, nail filing in a motion picture right now. <laughs> no, so we'll go okay. back. We'll go back to it as soon as there is a, a major one. Uh, I always laugh that the Academy uh, doesn't. Holly's surprised about um, Ryan Gosling getting it for Barbie. It's one of those uh, pebbles in the shoe of the Academy that drives me crazy. And that is, historically, they treat comedies as like second-class citizens and and the folks involved in comedies. And I I will argue it's much harder to make somebody laugh uh, at times than it is to make uh, something be dramatic. And the fact that the Academy has had kind of a ruffled past with uh, nominating comedians and comedians is just um, oh adapted screenplay. Here we go, adapted screenplay. American fiction, written for the screen by Cord Jefferson. Barbie, written by Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach. Oppenheimer, written for the screen by Christopher Nolan. Poor Things, screenplay by Tony McNamara. And the zone of interest. Holly, there's that. And for original screenplay, the nominees are Anatomy of a Fall. Screenplay, Justine Trier and Artur Arari. The Holdovers. Written by David Hemmingson. Maestro. Written by Bradley Cooper and Josh Singer. May, December. Screenplay by Sammy Birch. Story by Sammy Birch and Alex McCann. Hot dogs. And Past Lives. Written by Celine Song. Last, before our break, the nominees for performance by an actress in a supporting role. Oh, okay, okay. Emily Blunt in Oppenheimer. Danielle Brooks in The Color Purple. Yes. America Ferrera. <gasps> yes. 
Yes. Oh, yeah. And Divine Joy Randolph in The Holdover. I still need to see that movie. Now, they're going to take a break, which is, what the hell are they doing? Anyway, um, ABC must need to cut in. Uh, a couple things to talk about. Lex, uh, anything uh, pop out right at you? Well, let's see. I am excited that uh, America Ferreira was nominated for a supporting role. Uh, also, really, um, I need to see the holdovers. <laughs> Been nominated oh, for a lot of awards. Uh, and Danielle Brooks, that's awesome, too, with the color purple. Holly? Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised that America Ferreira was nominated mm-hmm. for an Oscar. Also, Jodie Foster for Nyad. Now, I know she's been getting a lot of nominations for that, but I wasn't sure if she would be an Oscar contender. But there she is, two-time Oscar winner, being nominated yet again. And yes, we have to watch a lot of movies. That is the takeaway yeah. from these Oscar nominations, is that, guys, we got a lot of movies to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also if Jodie Foster for a supporting role, if Annette Benning will get it for actress in a lead role. A couple notes uh, from me. First, let's go to adapted screenplay. You might have heard there's there's been some controversy this year of the fact that uh, the Academy put Barbie in adapted screenplay, even though it's really an original it's really an original yeah. screenplay. Yeah. What did they do? Talk to the doll? Like, come yeah. on. <laughs> but, but they did that because, and Holly, please correct me if I'm wrong. My understanding of it is, is because Barbie was a preconceived uh, concept. Yeah. Am I right on that? I think so. Yeah. yeah. You, you know, the project Barbie has been going through multiple iterations. And so, you know, but then now Barbie is going against Oppenheimer and it's yeah. Barbenheimer in that category. Again. Again. Yeah. Oof. Uh, another note that I made: Danielle Brooks in the color purple. Um, the interesting historical fact about that is the fact that both Oprah Winfrey and Danielle Brooks got their first Oscar nomination and basically debut film role. I could I'm, I could be corrected, but I think this is Danielle's film debut. They both got it from the same character. They wow. both played Sophia. Both made their screen debut and both got nominated for said sc- screen debut and said character in the same movie. That is so um, cool. Which is very cool. Oprah, of course, got nominated for playing Sophia in Spielberg's uh, 85, the original. And now Danielle Brooks, who out of the whole cast has received the most attention. Everybody that has seen it that I know, they mentioned Danielle Brooks first. Uh, before even an overall review of the movie. And then my last note is I'm thrilled about Jodie Foster because I really love Nyad, and I actually think Jodie is better than Annette. Even though the movie mm. is called Nyad, I think Jodie, uh, I think my even Colin said that midway through, this is really kind of Jodie's movie. Yeah, I and, agree with you on that. Yeah, I, I really, so I'm thrilled to see that. I'm really happy. Uh, to see Jodie Foster nominated for Best Supporting Actress. So, uh, yeah. adapted screenplay. Do you think Barbenheimer will have their votes split and it'll go to somebody else? It'll go to another film? Ooh, that one's tough. I know. I, you know, I... Oh, it is really tough. I think that oh. in this case, we got more? We got more. No, all right. Let's, yeah, okay. Get to it. 
live Oscar nominations if you just tuned in. Where we have the privilege of announcing the nominees. For and then we'll take a break. What an exciting lineup so far. What's up next? The nominees <laughs> for Achievement in Music, Original Song. The Fire Inside from Flamin' Hot. <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> Oh, now the Cheeto movie can say it's Oscar nominated. It's just Cheeto movie. It never went away from American Symphony. That's the John Baptiste movie. A song for my people from Killers of the Flower Moon. And what was I made for? Yeah, of course. From Barbie. The nominees for Achievement in Music. Okay, let's take a break. It's original score. We're going to keep an eye on the nominees. Uh, We're also going to talk to Liz. It's a busy, busy, busy Tuesday. So stay right there. Hold on to your granny panties. Oh, I love hearing from those who have worked with David and the team at First Equity on their mortgage. Just like Richard and Reed worked with Torben, said we had a wonderful experience with Torben. He was very communicative and accessible. He was able to help with a very complicated loan process and left us with few questions. When we did have questions, he was very happy to answer them. Loved working with Torben. 10 out of 10. Yeah, I think you'll feel that way no matter who you're working with at First Equity because they can do it all. Conventional, FHA, VA, first-time home buyer. What's so great is that they're all local. So they know the market. They take the time to get to know you. They're an independent mortgage broker. So you get that unmatched service you need and deserve when you're making such an important financial decision. And because they are independent, they can shop multiple lenders, which gives you as a buyer more options, better rates, more opportunities for down payment. So give them a call, 763-251-8000, or head to mytalk1071.com and type in keyword David. Jason and Alexis in the morning, a very busy Tuesday morning. We're going to be doing a little combo platter here of Liz and the Oscar nominations, kind of ping-ponging back and forth. Yeah. So let's, uh, while we were in the break, live from Hollywood, they're releasing the nominations for the 96th Academy Awards. Uh, the, wow. the only big one so far, I'm keeping an eye on that, I'm keeping is uh, animated film. Mm. Among those nominated is uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, uh, so elemental good. Uh, were two of the biggins. So I have a feeling that could go to uh, into the spider verse. Yeah. Um, Cause it, oh, so good. you love that. Didn't you like, yeah, it really yeah. is. It's there's something for everyone. My kid loved it. You know, things that went over his head. The parents love it. Holly, you saw you loved it too. Oh, those, those are my oh. favorite Spider-Man oh, I don't films. Mean yeah. Actor in a leading role. Oh, okay. Ooh. Here we go. Ah, Coleman Domingo, in Rustin, Paul Giamatti, and the Holdovers. Oh, is that movie again? Killian Murphy and Oppenheimer. Of course. And Jeffrey Wright in American Fiction. All right. For performance by an actress in a leading role. <laughs> Annette Benning in Okay, yeah, there she wow. is. Wow, Lex, there she is. Lily Gladstone <gasps> in Killers of the Flower Moon. Sandra Julia 
in Anatomy of a Fall. Carrie Mulligan in Maestro. And Emma Stone in Portland. Uh -huh. For achievement in directing, the nominees are Justine Trier, Anatomy of a Fall. Martin Scorsese, Killers of the Flower Moon. Mm -hmm. Christopher Nolan, Oppenheimer. Yorgos Lanthimos, Poor Things. And Jonathan Glazer, The Zone of Interest. And now for our final category. I can't wait. <laughs> Let's read them together. <laughs> the nominees for Best Motion Picture of the Year are American Fiction. Right. Ben LeClaire, Nikos Paramigos, Cora Jefferson, and Jermaine Johnson, producers. Anatomy of a Fall. Marie Ange Luchani. And David Tion. Barbie. Mm -hmm. David Neiman, Margot Robbie, Tom Ackerley, and Robbie Brenner, producers. The Holdovers. Mark Johnson, producer. Killers of the Flower Moon. Dan Friedkin, Bradley Thomas, Martin Scorsese, and Daniel Lupi, producers. Maestro, Bradley Cooper, Steven Spielberg, Fred Berner, Amy Durning, and Christy McCosco-Krieger, producers. Oppenheimer, Emma Thomas, Charles Roven, and Christopher Nolan, producers. Past Lives, David Hinojosa, Christine Bashan, and Pamela Koffler, producers. Poor Things. Anne Andrew Lowe, Yorgos Lanthimos, and Emma Stone, producers. Mm. And The Zone of Interest, James Wilson, producer. There we go. Wow. Uh, the last, there. A couple surprises. Uh, before we uh, talk to Liz again, a, a busy Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, anything jump out at you, Lex? Well, there's no Margot Robbie. That's the big one. For female actor. Yeah. Huh. Ryan got it for actor, but no Margot for, for Barbie. Yeah, I guess that was the biggest one that stood out to me. How about Holly, you? Yeah, Holly, anything for you? Yeah, the same. Margot Robbie not getting for actress. Now, she did get nominated for Best Picture. She is producer for Barbie. So yeah. Yeah. nice to see that there. But then, you know, Annette Benning getting nominated for Nyad. Yeah. And that kind of, you know, maybe perhaps taking the place of Margot Robbie mm -hmm. for Barbie. Yeah. And again, Art House, uh, we, we talked about it last hour. Uh, Art House, I mean, I'm putting that in quotes, but smaller films that, you know, not so much getting a lot of praise in the best picture category. Holly joking, and it's true. We have a lot of movies to see. Oh, I've seen maybe two of those. So many, so many, but we've gotten until early March to be able to watch all those films. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there we go. The Academy Awards, we'll talk more about it. Coming up in the Dirt Alert in our in our third hour as well. So and all the other shows will have commentary coming up right here on my talk. But right now. 
Well, Liz, I think we need to talk. Delightful lady. She's a sweetie. Well, I'm going to have a word with Liz here. It's time for Tuesday with Liz. Every Tuesday morning like clockwork. Hello, Liz. Hey, Liz. Well, hello, Liz. Well, hello, Liz, who joins us now. Hi, Liz. Hi. How's everybody? <laughs> oh, doing oh, well. Nice. It's a, it's a busy Tuesday, Liz. We had to do the Academy Awards here. So, uh, but... But it's a busy Tuesday with you, too, because it's Valentine's season again. That's right. Uh-huh. You still, do you still have last year? Do you still have some of the last year Valentine's hung up? I don't have a hung up, but I've got some from last year that were oh. my best ones that I loved. <laughs> so. Oh, that's right. That's right. Oh. Yeah, we're at it again, Liz going to be our third year of valentine's for seniors all started by you <laughs> plus the fact that i've been with you for three years i can't <gasps> believe it's that mm-hmm. wow right when well, we met you through friends and co and what's so wonderful is that we are collecting valentines for for you and for friends and they will get them out to all of you in time for valentine's day wow. so how did it feel getting all those Valentines these last few couple years? I was in shock. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think that many people would care. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, they do. I mean, I, well, you know, even when you get them from Europe, wow. <laughs> oh, right. There were some from Europe. You're right. Yeah. So my talkers, if you're listening, going, hey, I'm going to make some Valentines, you know, write a little note inside, send some love. We need them by February 8th. And you can find our address at mytalk1071.com, keyword Valentine. But that's where people can send them, Liz. Well, you know, I I really appreciate their effort and the fact that we can make so many other people happy, too. Yeah. That's right. That was that was the over that was the big not surprise, but that was the great uh, kind of ripple effect is the fact that it wasn't just uh, people were showering love, not just for you, but for for uh, a lot of seniors. And it was just really nice to see. Really nice. to see. Yeah, I loved it. That's the part I like the best. (laughs) Yeah. So good. Well, Liz, our visit's a little short this week just because of those silly Oscars. But we will we will uh, we'll talk to you next Tuesday, Liz. Okay, and everybody have a good week, and I hope you you get your winners. <laughs> oh, we hope we will, too. Thank you, Liz. Sounded good. Love ya. For more information on uh, making those Valentines for seniors, as Alexis, uh, Miss Alexis Thompson said, go to our website, mytalk1071.com. Okay, uh, we had fun, and now the fun's over. Uh, Second Chance Romance is next. Fun and love? Um... No, no, no. <laughs> finding something. We're not finding love. We're no. hopeful. Something. Yeah. Something. Stay right there. Plus a dirt alert. We'll have more Oscar commentary and more. Back after this. Entertainment. Hey, everybody. It's Jason for my family at Red Cow and Red Rabbit. I always talk about running to red, but last week, you know, I don't, I don't need to tell you. I, I was having a very rough week. And Colin and I quite literally ran to Red. We sat down at Red Rabbit North Loop, which is kind of our cheers. I love that bar. It just has such a great atmosphere. And we felt like home. And it's what we needed last week. And we got classics. Um, And in winter, when it's gray out, you just want great comfort food. 
And Red Rabbit has homemade pastas and homemade pizzas and a great staff. And look, I could tell you about all the new stuff, but it's the classics that make you come back again and again. I had spaghetti and meatballs, and you're thinking, what? Yeah, just good old-fashioned spaghetti and meatballs. And they were amazing. Colin had Masticholi, a classic at Red Rabbit. So my point is, if you're looking for a place to go before a Broadway performance or a game, go home, run to Red, and have a classic this winter.